What do a burger and a piece of sushi have in common? Why, we're covering both of them on this week's episode, that's what. This week on Faux Boys, we talk checkers and rallies with Neil Punsalon and Sugarfish with Jason Manzukis. One, two, three, four, boys. Welcome to Faux Boys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I am Aaron Staley. I'm Brendan Drischler. And I'm Rob Hansen. And. Uh oh, Rob, you still there? Yes. You cut out for who me. Who are you? Um, oh. Oh, who no. are you? What's so? What's your name Who's again? This guy? I'm I'm Rob Hansen. Remember hey. me? I haven't I haven't Who's been here guy? in a while. Cool. <laughs> and Brian had uh, better things to do, I guess. Uh, we're all doing our best, right? It's <laughs> all we can do. How you guys been? You guys doing good? Oh yeah, fine. Oh, wonderful. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. How are you? It was, uh, it was like 70 degrees in D.C. Uh, today. It's February. I know. I had a heavy coat on because it was cold this morning. And uh, <laughs> by around lunch or so, I was just a sweaty mess for the rest of the day. So it's been great here. Isn't that nice? I biked to work. I biked to the post office on the way home. And then I biked home from there. Should have biked to Stamps.com uh, instead. I should have. You're right. That would have saved me some time and yep. money. So with Stamps.com. Uh, if stamps.com would like to sponsor us, you can send us an email at foboyspot at gmail.com. Thank you very much. That's right. Um, you guys been on any fun food adventures recently? Uh, I wouldn't call it an adventure, but I made roast chicken for the first time, like a whole roasted chicken. That's fun. That's hard. You you know, you would think it is, but it's not actually like it's, it's time consuming certainly, but it's not difficult. Um, I followed Ina Garden's recipe for roast chicken, and I don't know if you know this, but Jeffrey loves roast chicken. Every Friday, (laughs) Ina would make him a roast chicken, and that's all he wants to eat every Friday, because Jeffrey Uh. is very boring. But that being said, it's actually a very straightforward recipe. I don't remember, like, the intricacies of it, but it's pretty much just, like, you stuff like lemons cut in half and like thyme rosemary and some other things into the chicken and just basically cover it with butter and salt and pepper and just let it cook for a while and uh it was really good i have to say and surprisingly less hard than you might think so guys try roasting a chicken that sounds pretty good you know i uh I cooked a whole sea bass the other day for the first time ever i've never done that that sounds that sounds intimidating See, it was. I also thought it was very easy. That's um, awesome. Did you skin it, it first? I, I did not. I cooked it. I mean, it was. I bought it from a grocery store that had it had been okay. You know, yeah. gutted. Yeah. But otherwise, <laughs> yeah. it was whole. That was my next question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was still some stuff lingering in there, but I got rid of it. <laughs> but, but God, oh my gosh! And it was. I I gotta honestly say, it was like probably top five things I've ever personally cooked. Wow. I thought. Wow. Nice work. And I was very. Nervous about it, but I'm like ready to do that all the time now. That's amazing. That sounds so good. Yeah. I made salmon fillets. That's also impressive. Guys, we're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) I've been I've been cooking very rarely right now. Like most of my food is like fast food, Mm -hmm. honestly, at this point. Um but when I do cook, uh it's usually something I really want to eat, which is kinda nice, Mm -hmm. you know? It kind of restores the the fun to cooking. Um, and what's been nice about it is because I usually 
just decide to cook one night and just go to the grocery store, buy ingredients, and then cook. Um, it's easier to like make fish because you could just bring it home yeah. and you just have it fresh from the market, you know. Because yeah. when I used to when I used to like meal prep for a week or like go shopping for food for the week, I could make fish once because I could make it the day I went to the market, right. and then I'd have to make like canned beans or whatever, <laughs> like whatever, like non fish, less volatile stuff for the rest of the yeah. week. You know? Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, the secret I'm, for salmon fillets is cook them like three minutes less than the than the recipe tells you to. Like, yes. Don't cook, don't finish cooking them. I used to always overcook it, and now I've gotten much better about not doing it's that. It's so easy to overcook it. Yeah. But it's so delicious if you don't. It's so good, especially like if you're comfortable with raw salmon, then you cook it just understanding that you still want some of that raw salmon in there. Like not necessarily like raw in the middle, but there's a continuum of cookedness at, over which at any point it'll still be delicious and comfortable to eat, which kind of makes it easy to not worry about undercooking it. Yeah. I got into a kick for a while of, I was buying tons of like the ahi tuna steaks yeah, and just searing those all the time. And, and I think after doing that for so much or so long, now I don't care if my salmon's like half cooked or two thirds cooked or whatever, because I've right. been eating mostly raw tuna for a month. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That feels like a good segue into the second episode, but it's not the that's first right. one. <laughs> well, should we should we talk? Let's talk about another food adventure I had recently, okay. which is I went to Checkers today. Wow! Uh, for the first time, apropos of uh, Checkers and Rallies episode with Neil Punsalon. Guys, what did you think of this episode? I don't remember it, and I meant to re-listen to it, but I didn't. <laughs> I ran out of time. I don't really remember much today. about it. I don't remember much about it, and I listened to I, it today. I, thinking about it. Sorry, Rob. Go ahead. I just said I don't remember a whole lot about it, and I re-listened to it today. Ouch! <laughs> I know I know that I liked it for the most part. I feel like but... I had no objections to it, but I couldn't tell you yeah. really much about it except for the whole. I, I don't know. We don't have again. We don't have checkers or rallies near me, so it's it's all oh. foreign here. Yeah, I mean, I I remember it being generally very pleasant. And I don't remember a lot else about it. Well, I'm know? looking at their menu right. online right now, and they have funnel cake fries. Yes. Ooh. I didn't get those. Interesting. I do like funnel I, cake fries. I mean, fries. what's not to like? I know. I've got them from, like, cool bars. <laughs> Never from a fast food restaurant. <laughs> I did have movie theater churros for the first time yesterday when I watched Ooh. Black Panther. You mean So, like, is that literally just churros that were prepared in a movie theater? Yeah, but okay. yeah. they so it's like it's not fast food. Right. It's like worse. <laughs> were they decent at all? They were actually not bad. Okay. Um, they were crunchy, uh, brushed with powdered, you know, with uh, cinnamon sugar or you know, like coated in cinnamon sugar, buttery, but not in that like sort of sweaty buttery way of like uh, uh, movie theater soft pretzels, mm-hmm. which I find to be particularly. Uh, disgraceful to soft pretzels mm-hmm. as a food. <laughs> um, they were actually like really good. It did not come with the dipping sauce, which I kind of appreciated because I hate needing to manage a dipping sauce in a theater. Fair. And I really didn't want a sauce anyway, so it was kind of cool. I um, feel like I might have asked you this before at some point, but yeah. the movie theaters that you typically go to, do <laughs> they have like a food option? Like like the one, the chain that we sometimes go to has a thing called Lux Level, which is more expensive, but you have a waiter who will bring you dinner to your seat. Oh, wow. 
Um, Ooh, la la. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's fine, is what I would describe the food as. Like, it's not bad, yeah. nor is it particularly good, but it's fine. Uh, so I was just curious if that was a thing you guys had at any places by you, or if it's all just sort of the standard, you know, hot dogs, pretzels, churros, chicken fingers, the basic things that you would get at, like, a Lowe's or something. Those theaters exist around me, but I've never been okay. to one. Yeah, I pretty um, much... When I, only... I go to movie theaters, it's for one of one of two things. Uh, because it's very close to me, mm-hmm. or because it's the latest Star Wars movie, and I am going to drive 40 minutes to the Arclight <laughs> in Bethesda. Um, because I want... It's just become my ritual at this point. Nice. Uh, but yeah, no, this this place did not have... Because I went to... It's the Regal, Regal Cinemas okay. at Gallery Place, Chinatown in D.C., so... You've walked past it if you've ever been to DC before, basically. Okay. Um, and yeah, you know, it's a movie theater. It's movie theater food. <laughs> I don't really get movie theater food. I couldn't eat most of it when I was a kid, because mm-hmm. um, most of you know the cooked stuff is not kosher. Right. So I would get bunch of crunch, and that was kind of it for me. Um, so I'm still learning. Like I kind of like half joke, like not jokingly, but like I had to hedge my bets and pretend I was joking when I suggested to my girlfriend that maybe we should get the pizza. Cause I, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's ridiculous or not to suggest that you get the pizza at a movie theater. And her reaction implied to me very strongly that yes, that's absurd. Don't do that. So that's a lesson I've learned. <laughs> Yeah, I've pretty much only ever had access to, like, your meat and potatoes AMC theaters. Yeah. Um, and I've never ventured, not even for, like, you know, religious reasons, I've I've just never ventured beyond candy <laughs> and popcorn, because, like, why are you going to pay six fifty for the worst hot dog you've ever had in your life? Uh, Valid. I thought about the hot dog for the briefest moment. I have a weakness for hot dogs, but thankfully I had just previously had corn dogs at an absolutely disappointing restaurant at a hotel. And so I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and skip the the weird hot dog situation here." Yeah, I've been to I've been to one theater one time where it was like assigned seating. They'll bring you food. My buddy and I had they would bring you food and drinks. And my my biggest takeaway was like, "Man, that just pulled me out of the movie completely." Yeah, it's just weird. People right? moving about the room just ruined that. Like yeah. a comedy club or something. Yeah. It's, it's it, so it, weird. It is. You get a little used to it, I think, yeah. at a certain point. But there are times where, you know... That makes sense. In the middle of... There is... I think it's not... It's, it's you know... The moratorium on spoilers has kind of passed for The Last Jedi at this point, but I'll still try and be vague. A certain point in The Last Jedi where all <laughs> sound goes away in the movie, where the movie is silent. And it was yeah. at that point that, like, someone had apparently called a waiter over to them, and they were talking in hushed tones. And I was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That'll ruin that moment, too. Like, the silence in that moment it's, is, it's, is... No, yeah, it's very, like, uh, really it's a very stunning moment in that sense. And then to have someone, like, with, yeah. with a faint light on in, like, the other side of the theater sort of like... <laughs> Okay. In the distance. Yeah. Yeah. You want it yeah. medium rare. This is rare. So uh, it's not always ideal. Yeah. But it's it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Before I tell you guys about yeah. this burger I had at Checkers, I want to tell you about the worst burger experience uh-huh. I've had in a long time, which was at this hotel restaurant where I had the corn dog mm-hmm. things. All right. And here's what happened. I was hungry. It's 2 p.m. Uh, so okay. So I was at, I went to Katsucon, which is like a, an anime convention. Um, I do not watch anime. No, no shade on those who do. I just haven't personally uh-huh. t- took taken the time to learn that medium yet. Uh, 
and but it was at a it was at a hotel that I'd been to Magfest at previously, which is like a music mm-hmm. and video games uh, con, which was totally right up my alley. And my girlfriend was at both of them, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll come to this. I'll come hang out like one day." You know, I didn't like go for the three days, but I I was like, "It's in DC. I'll just like come through for a day." Um, so I went and we're there for like five hours and I was like hungry. I figured we'd get lunch like when we kind of got there, you know, and we didn't. So like three hours in, I'm like, I need lunch now. It's 45 minute wait for the table. There's seven of us, like whatever. Finally, we get our table and on the menu is there's a Diablo burger, which is a burger with chipotle mayo or like spicy mayo of some kind. And, uh, I kind of wanted something with a pickle on it, and this had pickled jalapenos, and I was ready uh-huh. for those pickled jalapenos. I was so ready. The burger came, and it had fresh jalapenos on it, full of seeds. Ooh. And I was <laughs> not happy. I was living. First of all, so it came, and there's just like there's like a fresh jalapeno poking off of this thing. Uh, and I kind of said to the waiter, I was like, hey, wasn't this supposed to have pickled jalapenos on it? Thinking, surely someone grabbed the wrong oh. handful of jalapenos and put this on and the waiter said no those are the pickled jalapenos they're just sort of soaked in vinegar for 30 minutes or something like that which which now i've made those before those quick pickled jalapenos and they don't look like these fucking jalapenos i mean these things were these things were dry as a bone they were like crunchy they were it was absolutely it was like a fresh jalapeno and you can't eat a burger with like a full big giant slice of fresh jalapeno on it it's not gonna work not for me anyway Maybe some people have that capability. I mean, it, it would just be I could not like, spicy, right? Like that's it. You you just yeah, yeah just like, be like be death no, by spice. You could just eat the jalapeno at that point and not eat the burger and save yourself the trouble. Yeah, exactly. So what I ended up doing there were two big pieces with lots of seeds on them and one tiny piece with like one seed, and I cut that into little <laughs> tiny mini tiny bites and just spread those around and got like little bit like I made the best of the situation, but man, was I not happy with this burger. That's disappointing. I don't know. I was not I was not ready that day for like the pickled jalapenos not to show up, you know what I mean? And I guarantee you the next time I see pickled jalapenos on a menu, I will order them just because I like <laughs> need that now. Um, but thankfully my burger my burger life was was uh was saved cuz I went to Checkers today and I got to try the Checkers burger. Yeah. Tell me all about it. So it was my first time. Um I've never been to Checkers before. Uh I did I th- I, in my head, I thought they had square burgers for some reason. Um, I just conflate all the chains together, I guess. The ones I haven't been to. Um, but I got the Big Buford. Uh, I got a Coke and I got fries. Just a regular combo. And uh, it was great. The burger was really good. Um, I do usually get a single burger, and I should have gotten a single burger this time. I actually took one of the patties off because I, I, it was too much for me. <laughs> um, but it was really tasty. Uh, the proportions were good. The sauce level was perfect. The vegetables were like fine. There was actually a tomato on there, which is a pretty good tomato. I ate it. You know, it didn't have that like mm-hmm. it wasn't crunchy, which is the the thing you want not you want a tomato not to be. Um, Coca's fine. It's Coca Cola. The fries I found really interesting mm-hmm. after all the talk about fries on the episode because they were seasoned. The seasoning was delicious. I cannot think of anybody who would be disappointed to get those seasoned fries. Thank you. Yeah, they were so good. Huh. The flavor was great. Well, when do you want regular fries when there's seasoned fries around? 
see, I'm, I, I don't know. I just feel like almost every time I've gone to a restaurant that has the option of the two, I have not liked the seasoned fries as much. And maybe it's just me because I'm a basic bitch and I just want <laughs> ketchup on my fries. And I think that, you know, it's, it's like when I go to Five Guys and you have the option to get oh, Cajun yeah. fries, like I'm sure they're good, but I don't want them because I think those in ketchup would just taste wrong. I really like seasoned fries and ketchup. See, I'm I was a, disappointed huh. that Checkers did not give me ketchup. I am a dry, pretty much mostly a dry fry guy as a yeah. as a person who does not like ketchup, who does not like mayonnaise. Wow. Basically anything you would dip, most things you would wow. dip fry and I'm not on board for. Um, so I think a seasoned fry really stands out. That's, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, that's weird to me as a thing that you do, Rob, I have I, to say. I'm just used to um, it. I don't know. As, <laughs> Okay, I mean, I'm I I love ketchup. I don't know if it's my upbringing or my geographical birthplace. You don't know if but, it's nature or nurture. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would. Um, it's it's always Heinz ketchup yeah. is oh, the yeah. thing. It's not like there there was a restaurant by. Um, well, as it happens, it's a restaurant that used to be in the building where Mitch's dad works, <laughs> uh, that he's mentioned a few times. It's called Bennigan's, which I think still exists as a chain. Yeah, huh. but no longer exists there. Um, and they always had Hunt's ketchup. Whenever we would go there periodically when I was in college, I would always bring in a bottle of Heinz ketchup with me because I just found the thought of using Hunt's ketchup to be so offensive that I couldn't justify it. I mean, Hunt's ketchup it. is particularly off-putting. I, lo I love it's it. It's just, why, why ketchup, would you? I mean, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like carrying, I have a little flask in my jacket now with ketchup inside of it that I just bring with me to various You're like Hillary Clinton with uh, hot sauce. I was just going to say, I do have <laughs> hot, hot sauce, sauce yeah. in my car, in my desk, <laughs> all over the place. That's perfect. I mean, that sounds sensible to me too. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have accepted over the years that ketchup is the norm and I am the outlier. Uh, I used to argue that it was for children and blah 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 but like i'm sure like 90 percent of people use it and i'm i'm the asshole but i just i don't know what it is hey I, I can't get into it like depending on the chain like if i go to popeyes i'll get the black and ranch because i like the fries in that black and ranch mm, yeah but it's a very limited amount of things that i think improve a french fry yeah the the, the weird thing about ketchup and branding is that i've heard that with brand stickers visible, like 99% of people prefer, fr prefer I was going to say French's, cut for bit, Heinz. Uh, <laughs> but that if the brand stickers are obscured, it's like 30% of people like Heinz or something like that. Like hmm. people prefer all See, the shitty brands. I think I can taste the difference. I really do. We got to do a, I know we got to do a blind ketchup taste test along oh, with yeah. our, uh, that's... our, uh, nugget. <laughs> <laughs> You can ref, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, be the, I'll serve them um, up and all that. When we do the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. When we do the power hour or something. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. You guys Checkers fans? I, I wouldn't know. Never had one? I am... No. It's never come up before. I am a huge... Now, I don't have Checkers around here. We have rallies, but, you know, same thing. Uh, Hardy's Carl's yeah. Jr. type thing. Um, I, mm -hmm. I am a super fan of rallies with the full acceptance that like most of the food is kind of garbage. Like some of it's good. It, it, it is definitely a budget <laughs> fast food restaurant. Like they have yeah. a two for two menu, a three for two menu, a four for two. Like most of their menu is like a budgeted, you know, type thing, but I think their quality yeah. products are great. And for me, maybe it's just me, but for me, 
their french fries are number one out of like the fast food chains and i will stand by i gotta that. say I, I can't disagree with you there i'm not gonna say they're my favorite that, but like oh. not i'm not gonna like i don't think you're crazy to think that them's fighting words i need to try this shit now <laughs> I'm, i bet they were good the fries were definitely them. interesting one <laughs> I'm looking actually. I'm looking. So I'm looking at their menu online right now because I want to try and see what I remembered. Are they? The, they're, they're the place that had like monsterella. Yeah, some of the names are bad. They have monsterella like that, right? sticks. They're like their mainstay burger is called the Big Buford, and I don't know what that means as a lifetime. That's fan. right. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm looking at. Well, it's it's weirdly inconsistent because I'm looking at their menu right now, and sometimes it's just like spicy chicken sandwich and sometimes it's like the buford burger and it's just like wh why what, what's what's the gimmick that you're trying to commit to here yeah i wish i'd like all the other ones like a big mac makes sense a whopper makes sense well big mac makes sense but let's not talk about the grand okay. big mac or whatever Which, the fuck it's called I, by the way they brought those back and i did have another grand mac yeah i know and i i had one last oh, night wow. <laughs> mine was a few weeks back but i once again, stand by. That's it's too much bun. It's too big. It's just. It is no. I I 100 yeah. agree with you. Yeah. It it makes a very messy eating experience. I usually like a lot of a lot of extra meat. More meat the better. But I think I I think that tiny mac is the best one. The little mac. Yeah, I need to try that before they take them away. But yeah, rallies. The I'm, proportions, I, man. That's what I, it's all about. I've always been a huge fan, but for me, it's the fries that they keep bringing me back. They are so good. They are <laughs> really good. I'm I would so, definitely get them again. You don't know how glad I was. Like I, you said you were going. You went there, and I was so worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I liked them. I'm glad I did. I will say, for for even reporting, the first fry I had was one of those sort of triangle fries where it came from the edge of the potato. Um, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It did have like a. It released a juice when I bit into it. Hmm. <laughs> um, a grease or a, a, a filling of some kind that was trapped within the bubble of this of this crispy fry. And it was I not hope, a great I start. I, I will it was say. It's not a great start. I will say, you know, for, for health reasons or whatever, like the thing that. that kind of uh elevates the checkers rallies fries is that they are twice fried um ah uh, yes and and i think uh. that that will always you know that's that's adding a lot more grease to the mix they're certainly not healthy um yeah but i think that contributes a lot to their crunchiness and crispiness while still like, oh yeah kind of the texture for the rest of the time was great but yeah, but that one it that was one like fry was a little uh-oh uh what are we getting into here <laughs> but but it, it it pulled it out and it was delicious I don't know. So, Rob, I have the burgers page open <laughs> on checkers.com. And checkers so I'm just looking burgers, at some right. of the things they have here. Yes, naturally. And uh, one of them is a baconzilla, which obviously is similar to that, um, whatever the Wendy's yes, the one is. The, the baconator. Yeah, that one. But then, contrary wise, I have a checker burger, a cheese champ, a big cheese Buford, champ. a single, double, or triple Buford. What are the differences between <laughs> these things? Like, surely they're there, but so why? The, the I think the checker burger is kind of just like the, it's the smaller budget. It's not like quite like, okay. don't think about McDonald's, like McDouble compared to a quarter pounder compared to a Big Mac, but it's, it is just like a, it's a cheaper, smaller burger. The Buford's kind of like the mainstay. Like, if you're okay. thinking about a Wendy's, 
like a Dave's double stack, whatever. That's kind of where the big Buford lands. Uh, the cheese champ, which has a hilarious name. Okay. I, I don't know what the deal with that is. Honestly, I've never got one. <laughs> um, it, to me, it looks like it's like the, right. the big Buford. I'm looking into this cheese. It looks champ. like the Buford with more cheese. I, I really don't know. Well, see, that's what's confusing, right? Because the Big Buford is two patties, but there's also a Double Buford, which also has two patties. So what is the difference between <laughs> these two sandwiches? I'm struggling. They have I, the same bun. I don't know what to I, make of know, this, I, is what I'm saying. To be honest, I don't I do not do a lot of exploration of this menu. The first thing you brought up, which was the Baconzilla, has been the thing I've ordered the last, like, five times I've been there. Mm-hmm. Because I, as I've discussed on this podcast, I like, just give me all the meat and cheese, <laughs> skip all that bullshit vegetables <laughs> that's fair but um you know i'm i'm just gonna say that it's it is a single buford because if you look to the left of the big buford there's a single double at least i'm saying single double or triple yeah. buford yeah and i can't tell the difference between the single buford and the cheese champ except right. the cheese champ looks like it might have more cheese like there's kind of like a second layer of cheese <sighs> Well, it, it, the cheese champ looks like it has more <laughs> toppings, where they're yeah. stacked higher, or like you're supposed to look like. If I click on has, the details, there's more toppings. I don't know what to make of it, but undisputed deliciousness. <laughs> it's all the fixins. That's that's what it gives me. No, that that that, so, that helps nothing. That means nothing to me. You know, we don't, we we're getting confused by the naming by the nomenclature. You know, they brought that up on the episode. Uh, that it just a lot of it doesn't make sense. The naming conventions, uh, <laughs> yeah. And but I but I feel like that doesn't really like matter when ranking a restaurant. No, yeah, I agree. And that's that's fair, and I agree with you. And it doesn't diminish my enjoyment of something, but I do think it makes for a confusing. Yeah, menu. especially having never been there, I would I would guess that that it's just like how do you what do you order? What do you how do you approach this? I like it though. I think it's fun. Right, exactly. No, yeah. If I was there for the first time, there'd be. (laughs) Yeah. Look, it's fun. I'm not going to knock your fun. Fun's fun, right, Aaron? But I'm just saying, if I went there for the first time, there would probably be a couple of options I'd be sitting there staring at trying to determine how one is different from the other or how one is better than the other. But it's it's just you know that's what's throwing yeah, me off I, I agree think more that. than anything else here. So I agree with their point that the names are yeah. confusing. All right, guys, you want to rate this episode and get onto the real uh, <laughs> fish yeah, the of the meat. show? Sure. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Who wants to go first? I'm sure it was a fine episode, <laughs> and I'm apparently agreeing with a lot of what they had to say. So um, I'll give it the old three bad hashtags because I can't recall enough to wow. say anything one way or the other. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, I got Wow. I, wow. I gotta say, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of didn't appreciate how much they bashed on my, uh, my spot. One of my spots. My Damn. main, my main boys. <laughs> checkers rallies. Um, <laughs> you know, I gotta say at, at some point in the episode, um, what was the what was the guest name? Boy, oh boy. Neil Puncelon. Neil Puncelon. Yeah. He mentions that Wagger better not rate this any higher than three forks. And, <laughs> and I'm kind of feeling the same way about this episode. Like I, I think I liked it, but I don't remember <laughs> a lot about it. I just remember being upset at, at all the bad things they had to say about rallies. So I, I think I also gotta go three bad hashtags. 
Yeah, I. Wow. 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 I. I. I did enjoy this episode. I. It. It did convince me not to try checkers, and I only <laughs> went because Rob, you said in our chat that you, that these are, that they're your favorite fries, and Bless I was like, you. okay, there's some redeeming. There's. I gotta try this now. I have to know. Um. Because I've driven past this checkers a bunch of times. It's it's ten minutes from my place. Um, yeah. So, the the food was good. I think they underrated the restaurant. I do think the episode was really enjoyable, and they had really great chemistry with Neil, like better than average. So I'm gonna give this episode three and a half bad hashtags. Wow. 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 Oh, I do want to retroactively mention that I did love. The, uh, Neil just like breaking down the Nick and Mitch dynamic and yes. how much he loved it. And, like, they don't even have to talk about food. The food's, I mean, I love the food talk, but they could do anything as long as they're doing it together. Yep. Yeah. He thinks it would be great. And I agree. And it made Nick very uncomfortable. As long as they're friends. <laughs> I love that moment. And then, and then they were friends for a little while. So rare, those times. <laughs> to all who come to this happy podcast, Welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. All right, gang. Let's jump into the real reason we're all here. Mm-hmm. Sugar fifth. Sugar fifth. Ooh. Sugarfish <laughs> with Jason Manzukis. Gang, what an episode this was. It sure what was. What an episode. Uh, I've, I've listened got, to it three times at, at uh, this point. A week later, I don't blame you. I should I should have listened to this again, and I'm sure I will. This uh, is not to preempt like my rating. I'm not going to say my my rating yet, but this was a truly phenomenal episode. I really, yeah, really enjoyed this one. I could not be happier with how it turned out. Me too. Me too. Um, have you guys been to Sugarfish? Either of you? No. Sugarfish. No. How I, local are they? They're Incredibly. in L.A. and there's one in New York. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, then I, definitely no. I think <laughs> I I think it was a place that when I was briefly in L.A. Uh, three almost yeah three years ago now, um, I feel like the name popped up, but I, I didn't really, I didn't really have the recognition then that it does in my mind now after after listening to right. this episode. Now I wish I would have gone, but yeah, right. But yeah, maybe someday. It's a place I'd really like to go. Like, if there was one in D.C., I would have definitely, like, made the... If, if there was one in D.C., I would have gone there tonight instead of Checkers. It yeah, sounds same here. good. I want that box. I want that, like, bento box. Mm. Yeah. With the with the ordered, like, list of which sushis you're supposed to eat. Like, that's incredible. That's all I've ever wanted from Sushi Takeout. <laughs> like, that's do, so cool. The one thing I do need from sushi places is someone to hold my hand. For sure, and just tell me what to do. Please, and, right? And what order to do Help it? Help me. <laughs> what do I dip in? Where? What's it supposed to taste like? What What will be unexpected about this texture so that I know going in? You know, I don't know. I love sushi though. Mostly, I mm. just eat salmon. But 
I can say I love sushi if I just like eat salmon nigiri all day, right? Yeah, yeah totally. Sure. Actually, I had some sashimi uh, on Saturday. Uh, I was out best. with a friend. We went to a went out to a somewhere in in Milwaukee. I cannot remember the name. Um, but yeah, I had I had uh, uh, I think I had octopus, oh. uh, tuna, mm. salmon, and eel. Mm. Delicious. And it was all very good. Delicious. I will say, Jason Manzoukas made this episode. He sure uh, did. And I He's an thought all-star. the conversation. Oh, seriously, incredible. Uh, I thought the conversation about his uh, egg allergy was super interesting. Um, I don't think I realized it was that serious. I don't think I did either. That was yeah. kind of fascinating to hear, frankly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had always heard also, that it was I, bad. I, I'd always heard that it was bad, but I. Like him, him telling the stories, I think, makes it. Seem oh a yeah, lot, a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know. It's not like I have a good friend who has celiac, and so when we go out to eat, it's very much like, "Can you eat at this place?" Or I want to go out to eat at this type of place. Where's the one in DC that you trust that we can go to? You know, hmm. um, and it sounds like a very similar thing. Like he really has to, not quite to the same extent, but he really does have to know, like. Where can I go? Where wh- who is go? Who can I trust to take good care of me and to actually know when there's egg in this stuff? You know. Yeah, I'm very surprised. I guess it would have been a different era. Very surprised that so many parents, uh, as a when he was a kid, just just didn't give a flying fuck when he would say, "I am allergic to this thing. I can't have it. Is it in this?" And they would just go, "Oh, you're fine." Yeah, right. I guess, yeah, it's again, probably not in there. <laughs> you know, thirty you know thirty years or whatever ago, thirty five, forty, whatever. I guess it was very different. Yeah, that's interesting. You don't think about that. I mean, I hear like, I hear people complain about like, whatever, like not being allowed to like send peanut butter to school with your kids or whatever. Which like, what the fuck does the school supposed to do? Let you bring the peanut butter that will kill a child to their right. school? Like, I don't know. People get mad like it's some like liberal weakness or something. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's not PC police for you to not kill a child with poison <laughs> right. that happens to be a good protein source for another child. Eggs uh, though, are eggs are like eggs are in everything. That's hard to get around. That is, yeah. that is like pe- peanut butter. It's like okay, I can't eat things that have peanut butter in the title. Yeah, but but eggs, yeah, yeah. Man. I yeah, guess you go, I knew a I kid. Guess you in- get sushi all the time. Yeah, right. I knew a kid in elementary school who had an egg allergy. And it was mostly just like, okay, Ryan's food has to come in a different bag than the egg bagels do from the bagel <laughs> store. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm sure for him it was much more, you know, I'm sure he's got similar stories to Jason Manzucas, but Yeah. It was good stuff. But yeah. About the, yeah. Just, just a, there was a, sorry, go ahead. Girl, oh, I was going to say, there was a girl in my elementary school, I remember, who was allergic to salt. What? I didn't know that what? was a thing. You, I mean, I guess it stands to reason that, like, something at, at some point, place in the world, you know? But, like, yeah. that's just, I remember thinking, like, even as a child, like, wow, this this has to be really rough for you. I you know. Live. You need salt. I, I know. I don't understand it. I just know that she had some sort of salt allergy. Maybe it was, like, in yeah, large quantities so or something. Like, maybe... But I, that was just something I remembered, like that we had peanuts and she didn't have a nut allergy. She had a salt allergy. <laughs> that is so yeah. wild. 
I mean, Mitch has allergic to cardboard or whatever. I mean, people are allergic to everything. <laughs> yeah, I guess True. so. <laughs> Such a weird thing. Yeah, Mitch's allergies <laughs> were an interesting focal point of this episode, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another great. great another great thing I loved in this one is their all the discussion of because Manzukas grew up like a town over from Mitch. Well, so all, yeah. All the, uh, well, or, or a little yeah, it's, it's a little. All right, all right. Zooks has a history of seeing of like not really knowing his geography too too well, and <laughs> I don't claim to know it that well either because I wasn't born here. I just moved here, and so I don't know the suburb super well. But I know enough that like North Shore and South Shore are different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when they those, said North Shore, South, South Shore, I was very confused. It's like, <laughs> wouldn't one of those be like way like they wouldn't be next to yes, each other? You would think <laughs> that it's not like two towns over, and you'd be yeah. correct. Yeah. Well, Mitch was wrong once again. Then yeah. Jason did set him straight, <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> which was nice too. Mitch was like, "Yeah, we're just down the street from each other," and it was became very clear. I do find it really interesting that all the New Jersey people are all kind of like from like one town over from each other like kevin smith and like uh bruce springsteen and like howard kramer are all from like they all like walk past each other's how like childhood houses oh. <laughs> in, in new jersey which i find so weird um but but that they'll they'll talk about it like that i don't know were you guys ever kevin smith fans have we talked about this there was a time where uh mall rats was probably my favorite like comedic i guess film oh wow and and i loved all like i love clerks i loved all his movies um early on in his podcasting time like i did listen to a lot of smodcast do stuff and there was a point where i like like jumped off that ship and it was yeah at least i'm trying to do the math like (laughs) it's been six or seven years since i've listened to any of it yeah, and it's Jesus also been that long, Christ. at least, since I've watched any of those movies that I have such a fondness for. Because I feel like in 2018, I may not <laughs> enjoy them. Yeah, I had a weird, I had a blast from the past because uh, Ralph Garman, the host of Hollywood Babylon, yeah, which is uh, one of Kevin Smith's shows, he was Ralph Garman was on Never Not Funny this week, um, and I was like, holy shit, like Ralph Garman, how's he doing? You know. Uh, and it, and Ralph Garman said on the show that Hollywood Babylon has been going for eight years, yeah. which is wild because I started mm. listening to Hollywood Babylon when Kevin Smith started it because I was a Smodcast fan at the time. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I I remember it launching. I don't know if I ever actually listened yeah. to that one, but like that's around the time that I was still there was would have been I guess like eight years all ago. that stuff. Yeah, it was that. It was Smodcast was big. It was Jay and Jay and Silent Bob get old, where Jason Mewes talks about his addiction recovery. It was, uh, oh, fuck. What was the, that, who was that guy? Malcolm, Malcolm Uh-oh. something. He was like a friend of Kevin's and they had a falling out. I don't remember. He's like a fellow filmmaker. He may, he's famous for a film called Small Town Gay Bar, a documentary about gay bars across like the South in small towns. Hmm. Malcolm Ingram. And he and Kevin Smith have this like on again, off again friendship where they like get in fights. And I guess they haven't gotten back in touch in the last eight years. Cause the show, the show is gone. They had a podcast together and the show is gone. Like no trace of it on the Smodcast website. It's so, it's like, huh. it's like it never happened. It's so weird. Weird. Yeah. I don't know if I yeah. remember that one. I might've been gone, but I don't know. Yeah. That was early shit, man. 
Kevin Smith used to be good. We used to, well, we used to be bad. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I think I was just going to say, I think that's more what it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean. Like, I, 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 I at, at risk of us losing all of our followers, huh. I, I think I probably listen to, like, 20 Joe Rogan experiences when that was, when that was a thing, like, very early. Yeah. And then I think. I listened. That would have been, I don't know, whenever that started. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. But I, it's been a very long time, but, but, and now it's like, I can't fucking stand when that guy talks. (laughs) I tried, I tried a couple of the Joe Rogans, maybe actually when Kevin Smith was on, because that was for a long time, that was, I would like listen to other podcasts when he was on them. And so Mm -hmm. maybe it was that, uh, man, I can't remember, but yeah, I did try Joe. I tried Rogan. I don't think I ever tried Corolla. But I tried Rogan. I think enough enough people I like sort of respected said like, "Yeah, I'm a big Joe Rogan fan" or whatever. So I'd be like, "All right," and then tried it and was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is for me." Yeah, yeah, um, I think, yeah, just I don't think he's changed at all as much as 2009 was a lot we've different. We've grown and he has. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Which is wild that we're to, more mature like, than Kevin Smith. Imagine a world where Kevin Smith, where imagine a world where Kevin Smith grew and changed. With the times, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's maybe that's a stupid thing to think about, but. Which <laughs> <laughs> just such an inconceivable thing. This is the stuff I think, or just like I don't know, like the podcast I use, like Sklar Brothers. The Sklar Brothers just stopped innovating in their podcast. I'm saying it. I'm saying it right now. Yeah. They stopped innovating. Their podcast became the same thing over and over again. Imagine a world where the Sklar Brothers <laughs> podcast kept, yeah, changing and innovating in ways that aligned with my interests instead of in ways that don't, you know? Yeah. I see. I, I yeah. guess it's, no. I guess it just depends on the individual. There's always some, going to be somebody yeah. apparently that, that still <laughs> digs it. Yeah. The, That's true. Cause I'm, I'm, I hundred percent agree with you on the Sklar's like it, that show went completely unchanged. And even now in a, in a completely different home, different name, I feel like it's still the same thing it ever was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. And I actually, because my parents got me into Sklar Bros, and they kind of, into podcasts, into like Earwolf through, via Sklar Brothers. Um, and eventually they were like, yeah, we're not really listening anymore because it's kind of all the same. And I was like, yeah, me neither. And like a year <laughs> later, I picked it up again. And I listened to the episode. And I was like, this is great. It's a great show. I like it. I miss these guys. It's great to hear them again. And I told my parents, I was like, hey, I'm calling it now. Sklar Brothers are back. I re-listened. It's great. Their energy's back. They came out of whatever rut they were in. And then I listened to another episode, and I was like, nope, that was the same one over again. <laughs> like, they just did the same one a week later. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's, you know, I'm not knocking them. It's tough to come up with new shit every week. Oh, I know, like, right? I mean, we do it. No, we don't do it. We don't record we, that often. No, not at all. <laughs> but, but you know who does the Doughboys? Innovating all the time. <laughs> That's right. Always moving things along. <laughs> Guys, should we rate the uh, Sugarfish episode? Should we get to it? Did you have any more you wanted to, uh, sure. any more components of the episode you wanted to discuss? Um, just the fucking delightful guest. I mean, that's so all I got. Yeah. Every, so everything lovely. I have to say is about how great Manzoukas was. Yeah, he really was. Uh, so good. All right, Rob, you want to you wanna, you wanna take us out with, the, with your rating? Sure. All-star episode. Top tier episode. Put it up there with uh, Paul Rust, with Paul F. Tompkins. I, I, above Paul F. Tompkins. Um, Damn. I know. 
uh, <laughs> incredible dynamic with, with the boys. Uh, a fantastic podcast guest anywhere he goes. Um, it just, God, it was just so good. Listen to this. Even if you, I don't know, if you're listening to our show, you're listening to that show. I, I don't know why I, said, I would say this, but listen to this fucking episode. God, can you imagine some poor God. bastard who's just listening to this, like, completely unaware of the fact that it's reviewing something else? Like, oh, I feel so, so bad sorry. for this hypothetical person. Yeah. Please, if you are that person, go to find Doughboys, Google Doughboys yeah. podcast. I don't know where it lives. <laughs> Doughboys.libsyn.com right now. Doughboys.libsyn.com. Yeah. Listen to this latest episode with Jason Manzukas, or go back to it, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. But anyway, <laughs> listen uh, to it again. I, everything else I could say would just be high praise. Uh, five forks, or five bad hashtags. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, this is like, I, I don't know, top three probably of all time, like easily. It, it, at a certain point, it gets very hard to rank things. But um, yeah, no, five. I got nothing to disagree wow. with. Guys, Sugarfish with Jason Manzukis completes my Mount Doughboys more. That's right. <laughs> Sugarfish with Jason Manzukis, the Cool Up Vilaysock episode, Paul F. Tompkins, and of course Paul Rust as the George Washington, who is who is the king of uh, of uh, Mount Rushmore. Sugarfish with Jason <laughs> Manzukis completes my Mount Doughboys more. This is a phenomenal episode. Top four, five forks, five bad wow. hashtags for this episode. Wow. Woo. Sugarfish with Jason Mantukas, welcome to the Platinum MP3 Club. Yeah. And the Hand Holding Club. Yeah. High high praise. I'm sure high they praise appreciate indeed. this. Deservedly <laughs> so. Doughboys, hats off to you. Uh if you want your um your platinum MP3 award, send a self self addressed stamped envelope <laughs> to our uh P.O. box. That's which right. will open. Um yes. yeah, great stuff. Uh, guys, anything else you want to cover on this episode? Nothing in the uh, feedback, faux bag this week. If you want to send us something, send it to us at foeboyspod at gmail.com. Anything else you want to uh, uh, chat we, about here? I will say if, if anybody would like to send us a drop, they can send that drop to foeboysdrops at gmail.com. Please do. We'll play it on the show. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> send, us a minute of, send us a minute of blank audio. We'll play it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, um... I started a new podcast with my friend Aaron. Oh, hey. um, the podcast is called Squarin' because we're both named Aaron. Um, if you'd like to listen to it, uh, find us on SoundCloud. And I'm going to tell you the uh, URL soon. But you can just search Squarin' <laughs> on, um, on uh, iTunes. It's S-Q-U-A-A-R-I-N. Um, we are not yet listed in uh, Google. <laughs> If you go to SoundCloud and Google the name of my podcast with, uh, with the thing. So anyway, but it's it's on it's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. It's just me and my friend Aaron. We're both into food and video games, and we're friends. And it's just sort of a chat show. Um, so if you like this, you oh, might like that. That's nice. Yeah. Thanks. You're nice. You guys are nice. I, oh, need, I still need, I still need to. I will listen to that and and Brendan's podcast soon. I listen to Brendan's podcast. It's delightful. Ooh. <laughs> yeah um it's phenomenal it's uh it's a lot of fun to hear if you like hearing like the plot of a movie explained to you i mean get which, on like, it right i do because i don't watch the movies i just want to hear about them. well uh <laughs> and with drinks and absolutely delightful friends it's great you should listen to brendan's podcast cast so ask him um rob what else i do not yet have a second podcast but i have a friend yet 
but I have a friend that wants to do one. So hey, Scott, Ooh. hit me up. <laughs> hey, Scott, hit Rob up. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's not on Facebook this anymore. This is the lighting so fire. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. This is the lighting fires on the top of towers of 2018. It's just <laughs> shouting at people in the plug section of podcasts that no one listens to. Uh, follow the podcast. On, oh, donate to the Doughboys Patreon. They deserve it. They deserve oh, yeah, your money. Yeah. Give it to them. They've been um, doing good with that, though. They've been cleaning up pretty well. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, they, and they deserve it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And if Mitch doesn't get to $20,000, he's going he's gonna to be homeless. So, come yeah. on. <laughs> Got to get him there. And you know what? Yeah, they definitely definitely help them with that. Uh, uh, we're Phoboys Pod on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Staley on Twitter. I'm at B Drish on Twitter. And I am at Sigma Lives on Twitter. Hey, do you know something? I vaguely what? recall you, Rob, saying at one point you were going to explain what that meant, and then you never did. Oh, did I? Yeah, maybe. You did. maybe it's maybe maybe next time. Okay, cool. Okay. We'll keep that in the back of our heads. Now that's what I call listener retention. <laughs> uh, well, if you want to hear that and many more thoughts about food, join us next week on Doughboys, the podcast about Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Aaron Staley, and for Brendan and Rob, we hope you've found what you're looking for. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.